Welcome to Notable Nashville Podcast, where we get to know the best local artists around town. I'm your host, Groove Dr. J, and today I'm here with Dedza. Is that how you pronounce it, Dedza? Absolutely. All right. Nice. Well, thanks for coming, guys. Of course. Thanks for having us. So what brought you you guys to Nashville? Or are you from here? or? Well, that in itself is a pretty long story. I'll try to tell it as short as possible. But <laughs> I'm Steven. Uh, this is Robbie here, and Grant, our drummer, is here, as well as Ben. Um, so None of us are from here. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, Robbie and I moved out here about the same time, maybe, what, almost six years ago now? Yeah. Um, I moved from Alabama, which is my home state. Robbie moved from? Colorado. Colorado. Nice. I like Colorado. And we met through a mutual friend who was like, hey, I met this guy who's moving out here. Um, you know, you guys seem like you get along. We hung out and instantly just started talking about music. And mm-hmm. um, I mean, within the first week of being there, we were hanging out all the time. So we were in different bands for a while. And we were still trying to figure out, you know, getting situated here. But we finally got the ball rolling. We moved in together. and Okay started recording just the two of us and then Ben moved out from Colorado. Ben is Ben and I have been friends for like 11 years or something 12 years something like that. We wow. we went to high school together and oh. we were in high school bands together. That's um, neat. so that's like all we talked about in high school is like going somewhere and playing music. So Cool. Was Nashville uh you know at the forefront of that of moving here or um, or yeah, is I that what you guys talked about moving? Or I actually moved to California with a different band right after high school. A mutual friend of ours moved out here um, to go to school, and I wanted to play in his band just because I didn't really have any other plans oh. at the time. Okay. He ended up flaking out, and I stayed here, and that's when Steve and I started talking yeah. and realizing that we like had a lot of common interests. Yeah. So what's that? Steven and Grant uh, go way back, too. Yeah, well, uh, I'll try to tell the story chronologically uh, <laughs> still. So... You know, Ben moves out here. We finished our first album, the three of us, uh, all at our house. Uh, took a really, really long time, mm-hmm. but we released that in the summer of 2013, and actually started playing shows around then with no drummer. We just we made backing tracks from the tracks that I made in the studio, and um, Grant, who is a very old friend of mine, we go back to the seventh grade. Yep. We used to play in bands too. Nice. Um, you know, came to one of our shows and was like, "Hey, I, you know, I don't mean to be rude, but you guys need a drummer, and <laughs> you know, it could be me." <laughs> so then we like waited like a week, and then we were all talking at like 3 a.m. one morning, and I called him up. I was like, "Hey, dude, you uh, want to play drums for us?" And he's like, "Of course, yeah." It's like, sure. So you said seventh grade. You guys went to the same grade school. Uh, yeah, we were both in like. We played drums in the school band. Right. Wow. And, um, and he asked me what a paradiddle was. That's how we met. A paradiddle. The very first time. <laughs> yeah. 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 Some, somehow I, I didn't do beginner band, but I snuck my way into symphonic band by oh, yeah. l- basically we lied. I don't know. We, we never brought it up between me and my parents, but we lied to them and told them that I went to a dis- different school and had band experience. Wow. <laughs> Although I had gone there for sixth grade, nobody noticed me. Um, so I showed up, you know, first day, seventh grade band, mm-hmm. and they're like going around pointing at people to like show us a paradiddle, show us uh, oh, this yeah. out of your book, and I'm like, what's a paradiddle? 
<laughs> so he taught That's me right awesome. there. He's like, right, left, right, right, left, right, left. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And I, you know, squeaks went out, and it was all right. So you, you passed. You passed the course. Yeah, I, I, I was not exposed <laughs> for the fraud I was. So you, you both said that you were in different bands. What type of bands were you in before um, Deadza? Um, Grant and I were in a band in high school called the Markov Chain. We were in a couple bands before that. You know, everybody's swapping around members back then. Yeah. But and, we, and Dead says electronic, right? So was, yeah. it, was it electronic, electronic that or? That was a pretty much straight guitar rock band. Mm-hmm. Guitar rock. Yeah, we, were, rock we were weird. We yeah. were weird. We pulled influences from like uh, early Modest Mouse or Man or Man. Man Man would yeah. be another band. Uh, so definitely not standard fare, but normal instrumentation. Okay. Yeah, do you want to tell them about the different tunes? <laughs> we were in a, Robbie and I were in a high school band called The Different Tunes. The Different Tunes. Uh, <laughs> it wasn't really a very good band. <laughs> hey, we, we won we Battle did, of the Bands. We did man. win Battle of the Bands by being oh, the nice. weirdest and most like experimental band. That's uh, an accomplishment. And his little brother school. on drums. It was, it was a... It was fun. To give you an idea, some of our song titles were like Gronk and Friends. <laughs> it's a song about a snail whose family salts him to death in his sleep. <laughs> we, you know, we wow. didn't like have that's, girlfriends that's or any creative. like real, uh, you know, yeah, like heartache to sing about. Yeah. So we just <laughs> yeah. Well, sometimes you just got to improvise, you know, whatever. It's, Snails. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, that's what makes up Deadza now. You know, okay. the four of us, you know. Two pairs of friends from different backgrounds, but we're we're all pretty similar. Yeah, our our, our motto is we, that we came up with last night is what we're homogenous, homogenous and diverse and diverse. <laughs> homogenous and diverse. All right, that's, that's your tagline. That's How a diverse joke. <laughs> yeah, but we, it's kind of it's true in some sense. Yeah. Well, what's your recording like? Have you you said you recorded a was it an EP or a full release? Um, you know, it's it's eight songs. We're kind of calling it an EP now just because we we feel like a full band now with Grant. Mm-hmm. And it kind of changed how quickly we can write songs and like the, the quality of our songs. I think. I think we all think that, oh, yeah. you know. Um, we really like the first album. We did it all in our home studio. Like, I've been always interested in recording. Ever since I started playing music, I was getting a tape machine or this or that to try to record. So now, you know, I basically dropped out of college and bought like a giant console and I mean I had to work up to what I have now but uh-huh. so you basically do the a lot of the producing and I do all of it all of it yeah. okay so you know what's the what's the writing process like for electronic music um you start with the well the, the first album or? was very like you know we didn't have a drummer so I would like program a beat and we would play it and mm-hmm. it was very like revisionary we would make this whole song on the computer and just scrap it and do a new one. Like we do five versions, oh, okay. you know, until we got the until right you one. Got it right. Yeah. But it was all, you know, very studio based, yeah. 100% studio based. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's, our, it's much more organic. Now. Our writing now, it's like we, yeah, it's more like a rock band. You yeah. try songs out. I mean, we use a, a lot of electronics, but I don't know if it's like, I'm always uh, hesitant to say electronic because we're not music, up there yeah. with like samplers and stuff. Like he uses a sampler pad as part of his drum kit, and it's oh, okay. a pretty natural blend of um, acoustic drums and samples and stuff. And we use a lot of synthesizers, but it's all 
and play. You know, okay. We we have a similar sonic palette to like an early '90s reggae band, but we just do it totally <laughs> different. <laughs> so there's like crazy drum samples and I like about that. It's kind of true. guitars and <laughs> many synths. Some echoes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I have a secret love for like dub reggae and stuff. Yeah, I just saw Roots of Rebellion the oh, other, yeah? last night actually at uh, cool. Acme. They're good friends of mine. I had them on the show, like the second, oh, nice. the second show. Cool. Yeah, cool. yeah, but, uh, they're always a good time. Yeah, they're fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, would you guys want to play one of your songs off of what? What's the EP going to be titled? Or, uh, um, or well, uh, we could play you something off of our old, uh, off the EP first. Your old EP, sure. If you want to? Sure. Um, song would you want to play? So this EP is called Thrash Plastic. What do you want to do after that? Thrash plastic. Which one? Solid Earth Tide. Solid Earth Tide. All right. Let's give it a listen.
All right, that was Solid Earth Tide from the EP Thrash Plastic. Guys, what's that? What's that song about? Well, the title Solid Earth Tide is actually like a geological uh, phrase that refers to, you know, the surface of the Earth actually moves like the ocean, kind of tidally, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, according to the polar moon, so I mean that's just kind of a cool concept, I think, for the feel of the song because I kind of wrote that song based on images I had when I was working as a I worked as a bike messenger for like a week. Oh wow. Um and like delivering p- newspaper or Well, no, it was um like legal documents. Oh, legal stuff. documents. Yeah. Okay. You know, it, this was like a very stereotypical bike messenger job where Okay. I'm just running legal documents all over town and mm-hmm. packages, small packages that need to be delivered same day. And it was a really tough job. I had to ride from like, you know, we lived out in almost to Brentwood and um, I don't know, it kind of put me in a place like really exerting myself and being out in the elements all day during mm-hmm. the winter. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's just kind of about that feeling I got from that, like really busting my ass. like Yeah. And relating it to the rest of my life, like, you know, um, that's pretty much it. Okay. Well, I like it. I liked it. Thanks. Thank and you. I continue to like it. <laughs> um, so I saw you guys have a video out. Um, you want to explain how that, it was kind of like a stop motion video? Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, this is Robbie. Um, I, uh, I guess I was really inspired by Terry Gilliam from Monty Python. I Honestly, I learned how to do it just by watching an interview with him. And he showed his process. It's so crude. I uh-huh. just take drawings I've done and you cut them out and I put it under a big sheet of glass and snap individual frames with an iPhone and several thousand <laughs> frames later like you run it together and you you know you have the illusion of movement that's um, awesome but just did it all in my room late at night wow how um, long how long did that take you uh, it was about five solid months of creating all the artwork all the backgrounds and characters for it wow, and five then months. Um, about a month to actually shoot it. Okay. Um, we reckon Robbie put in a, 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 over a thousand hours on this. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's a long, long time. It's like a full time job after my regular job. Um, I I wanted to do something that was just inspired, um, something that was psychedelic, but not in a, oh, just in like a seventies rock and roll way you uh-huh. know like sorcery black magic yeah <laughs> kind of, you know i think we all love led zeppelin um remember when i was like 14 or 15 looking at that image inside led zeppelin 4 the old man on the mountain with the lantern uh-huh. and just you know it just sucked yeah, me cool. in yeah yeah there's never, a never there's a definite science fiction element to you know i think to the video and um, what's what's the song for the video again lighter click lighter click yeah okay yeah yeah, that's our new single. It's been on the radio. We were um, got to do Artist of the Week with Lightning 100. and Sweet, sweet. It was really awesome to hear it on the radio. Yeah, that's cool. Um, but, uh, yeah, we're most excited about the music video. Um, you know, if you listen to this podcast, please check it out because it's so worth your time. Lighter Click, yeah, you can find it on YouTube, right? Yeah, it's on YouTube. Um, you know, Robbie nearly lost his mind making this and uh it's like totally worth it you know it exceeded all of our expectations 
Um, we wouldn't want him to do it again anytime soon because <laughs> we like having Robbie around. But <laughs> um, hard yeah, work pays off. Though. Locked, yeah, locked away. For a while. Now we're, uh, you know, focusing on working on the new album. We've got the two singles out. We've got two more songs recorded as of like yesterday, and uh, we're trying to rock the rest of it out. Awesome. Um, have a full length album. How many songs are going to be on it? We're hoping to do about a dozen, maybe a baker's dozen. Baker's dozen? Yeah. That's, that's a good number. Yeah, everybody <laughs> likes baked goods. <laughs> well, um, why don't we go ahead and give uh, Lighter Click a listen so everybody can hear cool. that and that's then go check it out on YouTube. All right, here we go.
All right, that was Lighter Click. Uh, be looking forward to that one on the new full release coming out. How did that song come to be, or what's what's kind of the backstory of that one? Well, um, I'm glad you asked. Uh, <laughs> I think, um, you know, that song is one that we came up with several years ago, really. I mean, at least the basic fundamental parts. Um, it's based on something that, you know, we made a sample out of what, a stylophone mm -hmm. and made a keyboard out of it. And um, that's like the main chordal part uh, that Robbie came up with. And This was when it was just Steven and I, and we didn't have a band name. We didn't know what we were doing. We were just like take, we were sitting on the floor with keyboards, basically, uh -huh. just trying to come up with stuff. Our working band we name back then was, sampling. was wow. Benjamin Franklin Cyborg. Benjamin Franklin Cyborg? Yeah, All it's right. a bit of a mouthful, though. So That's awesome. Yeah, I can't, I can't even say it. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, so... Sorry, I lost my train of thought. And you said you'd been working on it for about a year? Oh, no. We recorded the first part of it... Um, like the, the Back main, then, yeah. The and we actually beat. reached back into, like, Reason. We made it in Reason, and we pulled it all out of there and put it in Logic, which is what we've been using now. That was actually about... Four years ago, I think. Four we, years ago. Yeah, wow. when it was just us, and then we were like looking through the computer at, at old things we had done, kind of for like, ideas. Like this, this is actually pretty cool. We should. Uh -huh. And then we, you know, by then we were a four piece, so uh -huh. we had everybody flesh it out and wrote. You know, Stephen. We wrote, wrote the, the code. and we wrote the code for it. Okay. Yeah. Um. And uh. It's just a good jumping off point. It's, it's sometimes fun to look back at really old stuff you've done because you have so much distance. You oh, definitely. Like yeah. it's, you yeah. have a totally fresh perspective on it. I can relate to that too. I, I create stuff in GarageBand where like I go back to it and be like, wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. That's like you somebody know, else did it. And yeah. you, you get a sample it or yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. You don't even know what to think about it anymore and that makes it even better because then you can approach it fresh. Like I wrote the lyrics for that maybe just last year. Yeah, okay. Um, and we've been sitting on it for that long. Um, but uh, yeah, it was really exciting to turn that into the video too. Um, so Robbie just expanded on, you know, basically he came to us one night and was like, you know, I see a lot of things that could go along with this song. You know, when I listen to the song, you pretty much just had, you know, fundamental visions of what went into the video. And we were like, yeah, go for it. So is the video um, a correlation to what the song's about or is it kind of uh, there's loosely based? Uh, loosely yeah, based there's song. definitely a lot of symbolism that that corresponds with the lyrics um, maybe in a very parallel way yeah okay. but it's not it's not explicit I wanted it to mo you know more than anything I just want it to look really cool okay yeah and I think it's important even if I, I think even with songwriting if you're gonna make something about something I like to leave it even if it's really personal to you I like to leave it open-ended enough so other people can mold it to their own experiences and um, there's a lot of things I put in there that absolutely means something and then other things mixed in where it's like I just want people to be like oh I know what that is but it's really nothing <laughs> you know it can you. mean whatever you want yeah I think that's that's most important yeah definitely yeah the the lyrics themselves are basically just about being in a shitty relationship okay. and that the experience of that all right yeah. So you you've grown and kind of got that experience now. That you yeah, can write about that's that what stuff. you know. I was finally inspired four years later. I'm like, now I know what to write about. <laughs> well, um, do you guys play around town a lot? Like, uh, you know, venues. Oh and, yeah, and we're Nashville. playing tonight at Foo Bar Two. 
Oh man, this will air afterwards. But if you if you went, you know, yeah. Oh right, awesome. well, wasn't awesome. it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Too bad you all missed out. Hopefully, some of you made it. We played last week at Fubar. Um, but we're actually playing September second, which I think will. Yeah, it'll air before be, that. Yeah. I think. Yeah. At the Mercy Lounge. Mercy Lounge. Okay, Mercy I like Lounge, that spot. Yeah. yeah. There is no the. We learned that. Yeah, just Mercy Lounge. <laughs> but just Mercy no, Lounge. No the. Um, and that's going to be with Black Diamond Strings and gardening not architecture um two very cool bands three very cool i like bands, that name gardening not so. architecture <laughs> yeah they're they're really cool i you know i'm really excited about the show cool i mean of course mercy's a great venue yeah so uh if you hear this come on out yeah come on out september 2nd well what else is going on with you guys any uh what we're going on tour oh you're we're going, going out tour. west this year um we have a lot of friends out there so we're going um, through October 11th through the 31st. You going to Colorado? Yes. That's Sweet. our end going. destination. Nice. Well, basically, it's halfway, you know. Maybe I could save up for a flight and fly. <laughs> oh, yeah, fly, fly, fly Frontier out there. <laughs> um, yeah, we're going to go through Alabama, Mississippi, New, New Orleans, Orleans, Texas. Uh, Texas. Texas. Uh, you know, we're doing what? Dallas, Houston, Austin. Um, yeah. I think uh, we might be skipping Oklahoma, unfortunately. I think we're skipping Oklahoma. Uh, why are you skipping it? Uh, just didn't work out. Just didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I got a friend in Oklahoma. Love Oklahoma. But, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, no, we're going to Colorado. We're doing many places in Colorado. Okay. We have friends all over there. And family, of course. Well, uh, Uncle, Uncle Tim, if you can make it out, go on out there, Uncle Tim. <laughs> he, cool, he we'll be looking for Uncle Tim. Where's Uncle Tim? <laughs> he lives in Colorado, uh, close to like Breckenridge, I think. Um, right. Yeah. If you've gone to Breckenridge, I might be wrong. I think we vacationed over there, but you know, yeah. somewhere yeah. in Colorado. It's all beautiful. Um, yeah, then we're headed back. Right, I think we're going to end it with a um, Halloween show in Memphis, and then we're actually playing November 1st. In Nashville, somewhere, right? Yeah, November first. We just learned about that last night. <laughs> all right, so all right. Yeah. So you guys, got, you guys got a booking agent and everything. We Are have a guys? wonderful manager. Who, a manager. Yeah, I think I talked to her through. Text. Yeah, Madison. Yeah, Madison. Uh, we. She's a powerhouse. She does everything for us. Okay, cool. We really wouldn't be where we are now without her. She's, nice. you know, she's a, uh, kind of like personal manager, tour manager, and booking agent all rolled into one. Oh wow! Right now, kind of does everything. Agent. She yeah, she cooks, cooks, us us, cooks, us <laughs> cooks She cooks, cooks you dinner at night. <laughs> so do you guys all live together, or are you guys living? Yeah, oh, all in of us house? in Madison, we all, all live together, and, okay. and Grant's girlfriend. It's a big... Sweet. We, uh, big, yeah, house. we just moved. Uh, you know, we all lived together years ago, in four years, in a place out in, like, Antioch, which is where everybody moves when they first uh -huh. get here, right? You don't know. Um, but Antioch's far away from everything. I was yeah. always like, guys, let's move, and... You know, it was a financial thing. You know, we we waited until we we basically got kicked out. <laughs> well, it wasn't our fault. Yeah, you know, our yeah. landlady had to move back into our house, and she's like, uh, "You guys can live here if you want." We didn't want to live with a seventy-five-year-old lady. So <laughs> I was like, "Some problems in your <laughs> This is our chance. We should, you know, we moved to East Nashville. It's been really great. Uh, the new studio layout is way nicer. Um, and besides, the community in East Nashville is just amazing. You know, being able to live in mm -hmm. a place like a, it feels like a real neighborhood. Yeah, definitely. You know? I like it. Super nice over there. Um, That's kind of a recurring theme I, I find that all these bands kind of live together. 
yeah. Ken Sullivan. Have you heard of him? Mm-hmm. We just had him on the podcast. He was crazy. <laughs> but uh, he, I think, he, I think he lives with all of his band members, or maybe it was a different one. I don't know. But you know, uh, it um, kind of seems more cohesive if you all like are and living together. And I, I really think music. so. I think it's a way a lot of people live these days. Like, but I, I read about you know Pythagoras, the guy who came up with all those theories yeah, about yeah. triangles and stuff. He had like a math cult in Greece, uh-huh. and uh, basically they all lived together and like shirked, you know, um, culture and stuff okay. and like. I feel like it's it's kind of like that. You live with your friends and you get a lot out of it. Yeah. M- more than just like working together. We live together and it's have fun and microculture. Yeah. We support, support each other. Support each other. Yeah. You really get to know each other too. I think it's insane. <laughs> you know. I mean, for most people to try to live like in an apartment by themselves. Mm-hmm. It, it's lonely. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, it's people need people. Before. Like yesterday, we worked for hours, and then you know, we can come up and sit in the dining room, have dinner, talk, take a break, go back down. Yeah. Go to bed. You know, work yeah. until you're too tired, and then right. just crash. Like it, it's it really makes a lot of sense. Yeah, that's cool. I think you need to have that kind of working relationship too to have, be in a band that's going to work. Like you need mm-hmm. to be totally intimately comfortable with everyone. Yeah. You got some love going on here. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little touch. Like, <laughs> <laughs> <Slight caress. laughs> well, guys, thanks so much for uh, yeah, coming on the podcast. You, you guys got any uh, end words that you want to inspire people with? I like to try to ask people what 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 they would say to inspire like young people who want to start a band. Get or... off your butt and just make something. <laughs> crying out loud. Stop playing Quit video, playing video games, games, man. Get, pick up a guitar and make some noise. Please. <laughs> I think. Uh, Luckily and unfortunately, maybe, too, we're all just really crazy, and we couldn't not do anything, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, you know, we all try to drive each other. Um, maybe Robbie drives us more than the rest, because he's, like, uh, the most maniacal of us all. <laughs> but, you know, it's great. It feels great to to make something, and, like, that's what it's all about. Just yeah, I'd go crazy it. if I am not making something. I'd get really depressed, so I think you just... Just yeah, do deep. something. Put something out there and yeah. record. Make it record like, yourselves. Don't, don't put. You know, <laughs> that's a big thing. It's to create a bug. I mean, we talk all the time. Like, you can play a song as much as you want, but once you record it, you're like, wow, that's how I play that. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't really have that kind of in-depth you listening know. back to it. You know. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost like I don't even pay attention to what I play on the guitar until I get in the studio, and I'm like, wow, okay, <laughs> I guess that's how I, I do it. Yeah. I don't know. Got to be precise. Well, that's good. Good advice. Good advice. Um, thanks so much for coming on again. And uh, this is Notable Nashville. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, thanks. Wow.